Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed, as we are rounding out with day five of our Killing Comparison devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm not going to read the scripture because <laughs> it's all up in this devotional. Tori's going to take it from here. Yes, y'all, let's do it. The devotional says this. When I was on my journey to getting free from toxic comparison, God drew my attention to the life of Jonathan, King Saul's son and David's best friend, as a case study in healthy identity. I had honestly never studied him in any deep way. I saw him as a supporting character in the story of David, but not as someone to learn from. Yet the more I studied the story of Saul and David, I realized the real hero of the story was Jonathan. Here's why. In 1 Samuel 18, 4, it says, Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow, and his belt. Although Saul gets the headlines for acting out and behaving poorly from the belief that David was a threat to his kingdom, the truth is that David wasn't a threat to Saul because Saul was already king. In truth, David was a threat to Jonathan because if the people wanted David to be king, it would have been after Saul died. Yet look at how Jonathan responds to David returning from battle victorious. Instead of feeling threatened by David's success, he celebrated David's success. He gave David his royal robe and weapons. And this is the key to living free from comparison. Killing toxic comparison requires celebrating others. You aren't in competition with someone you are rooting to win. You aren't threatened by someone you are celebrating. And this is why Jonathan was able to live with joy and peace as the people celebrated David. Jonathan didn't secure his identity to being the future king. He secured his identity to being who God said he was at that moment. And at that moment, he was the son of the king. He was a servant of God, and he was David's friend. Jonathan knew a truth that many of us forget. No man or woman is a threat to the purpose God has placed within you. You don't have to measure yourself against someone else because there is no comparison. Their purpose is unique. God doesn't create duplicates or extras. So stand firm in who you are and reject the lie that you aren't good enough. It's time to live free from comparison. Yeah, I love this one. I love it. I never really thought oh, about that because, you know, the true successor to be king would be the son of the king, right? right? And so Jonathan is the one who should be all like up in feathers about it. Right. Did I say up in feathers? Up in feathers. Oh, Lord. I'm getting old, y'all. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I just thought that was really powerful. And, you know, you've heard me say it before as we've tackled the topic of a comparison before, but the only reason you should look in someone else's cup is to make sure that they have enough. And yeah. I just had a conversation with a friend this past weekend where we we're talking about how the the fastest and greatest way to success is to make other people successful. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
I feel like when it gets back to that topic of like, who's the main character in the story, it's easy for us to allow our fear that if someone else wins, I'm now losing. Mm -hmm. If someone else succeeds, I'm now failing. If this person makes that money, I now can't make that. Like it's a zero sum game where there's, say there's a hundred cards in the table and this person gets 50, this person gets 50, this person gets 70, this person gets 30. It's a zero sum game, but that's not how things work in God's kingdom. God is infinite. Limitless. He's limitless. And so we need to not live like he has limits. Right. But there's a difference there. That doesn't mean that now there's going to be 15,000 kings out there. What that means is, is that God has a unique, limitless goal for your life and a purpose for your life that may look different than the way that the world sees it. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, thousands and thousands of years later, admiring Jonathan, yeah. who wasn't the king. Right. And I just think it's so special that in a moment when he could have got on his dad's side and hunted down uh, the future King David to kill him, yet he chose to be a friend to him. Mm -hmm. And here we are thousands and thousands and thousands of years later Mm -hmm. reading about Jonathan. Yeah, that's so good. And I just remember we've shared this before, but when we were on our journey trying to conceive, I remember towards the beginning when a lot of my other friends were getting pregnant, it could have been so easy to slip into God why are you blessing them and not me and I'd be lying if I said that that thought didn't cross my mind here and there but I was so encouraged by this one sermon that was saying it takes self-discipline sometimes to celebrate others and celebration is going to bring so much fruit to your life because as you celebrate others, when it is your time, they also celebrate you and it's just a bigger celebration altogether. But I promise you, if you're praying for something, whether that's to get into that school, whether that's to meet the right person or get engaged or get married or have a baby, there's always gonna be something you're praying for that someone else is currently walking in and you can either be jealous, and it's going to put a crack in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And that relationship is not going to be as fruitful if you are envious of that person, or you can celebrate the blessing that they are currently walking in. And when God provides for you, they will celebrate with you as well. And something that's so beautiful to me is, yes, I had a lot of friends get pregnant before me, but guess what now? Not only did they celebrate when we got pregnant, but now they're just a little bit ahead of me. And I have so many women to Mm. call to for advice and for wisdom because they have already walked it out. And so think about it that way man, I want to be engaged. And so many of my friends are getting engaged and married. Well, guess what? When you get engaged and married, you're going to have friends to call when you're having a hard day or you don't know how to walk out a situation. So celebrate that God is doing that in their life because it is so beneficial to you later that they're already learning some lessons. So maybe they'll face some hardships that you won't have to face because you can learn from what they're currently going through. And so just that small shift in perspective can bring you so much more joy and contentment and peace in your now. Yeah. And as we round out this devotional plan, I mean, there's so much more that we can talk about when it comes to killing comparison, Mm -hmm. but I guess I just want to send out like a super quick reminder and that like comparison that leads to you condemning yourself or a comparison that leads to you judging yourself or getting jealous or being envious or talking negatively about yourself or gossiping about others, mm-hmm. that 
literally offers nothing. Nothing. It liter- it's it's like eating air. Actually, it's like a negative. <laughs> yeah, it's like worse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I just want to remind you that it doesn't help you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help your relationship. It doesn't help God's kingdom. It yeah. doesn't help your relationship with them. It, it literally doesn't help anything. Mm-hmm. And so as you do experience times like this, because we all do, it's normal for us to experience these feelings as they rise up, but we have to have that quick guard up to say, yeah. It does not help anything, anything right. for me to condemn myself, to talk poorly about myself, to talk poorly about that person, to yada, it yada, yada. It literally just robs you. It just steals your yeah. joy. Yeah. And one of the best parts is, is when you do choose to celebrate people who may be walking in a season that you can't wait to get into, it takes the sting out of it. Yeah. It tells that feeling that I'm not good enough because I don't have X, Y, Z. It says, actually, you don't control me. Yeah. You don't own me. I serve God. I'm not going to serve a situation. Yeah. And it like kicks the enemy in the butt. Yes. And other places too. <laughs> I couldn't think of where to say it kicks him. So yeah. I, you know, I think you all know what you we know, meant by that. Yeah. Anyways, you want to pray on out? <laughs> I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you this for this reminder that comparison is a thief. It will steal our joy, our contentment, and our peace in the now, Lord. So will you give us a self-discipline to celebrate others when they're walking in the season that we may desire to walk in, Lord? Would you help us be so joyful that you are giving and remind us that you are not limited in your blessings, that we serve a limitless God, and that you have created us uniquely for a unique path, a unique journey to impact your kingdom in a unique way, Father. So would you just help us today see ourselves through your eyes and not our own, and definitely not through the lens of comparison. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.